Welcome to Random Side Note. 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 Yo, and welcome back to another random episode of Random Side Note Podcast. I am your boy, Dre, here with the rest of the Rando gang. Our resident crazy girl, Nikki, is on vacation in New Orleans, and she is showing out. Uh, We will be posting some of that footage. She sent it to me, and I will post a little bit of it for her. You're just so messy. You're just messy. I didn't know. Look, she sent it to me. At, uh, she sent it to me on Facebook Messenger. I did not know you can like download the videos at Facebook Messenger. So I just got to be more careful. Got to be more careful. Okay. Filling in for Nikki, uh, we have a special guest. Uh, my cousin Kizzy, uh, she gonna represent for the A uh, with Akeem today. Uh, and oh, what's up? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how y'all week been though? I thought we should let the guests go first. Oh. They want you to go first. My week, um, busy. Busy. Intense. She like period. Busy. Period. <laughs> yeah. I don't do too much. I work from home, so it's kinda like Teamwork from home is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. Working from home has been like, I get up, I cook my breakfast, have my little meetings, sit down, work, make my tea, play video games. Hey, you ain't got to talk about that on the podcast, now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas trying to take forward, okay? <laughs> Thankfully, in your business, tell him, don't do that. Your <laughs> hey, hey, kids, you want to tell the people about you? You want to tell them you, you like long walks on the beach? Like what you like? You want to tell the tell the listeners about you? <laughs> I don't like long walks on the beach. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just out of it. I don't. I kind of like. You know, my man with a little hood in, so you know we kind of <laughs> we don't do that. I see that man a hood in, <laughs> and a and a king clutches pearls. <laughs> Y'all missed that. <laughs> Y'all missed that part. <laughs> I I was more so stunned that she was like, uh, "Tell the people about yourself. How you like long walks on the beach?" I was like, "Oh damn, putting out there like that." Y'all know I'm messy. <laughs> Real make, sure that, make sure that stays in the podcast because he will delete that. Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to delete it. Don't I mean, delete it. I, I, pre- I think it's pretty much established at this point. <laughs> How you doing, D? Happy birthday. Uh, D's birthday was this week. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Now you can tell us about Dusty Aries season so you can keep going now. Does it? Oh, boo boo. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me tell you. Aries season is in full effect and we not taking. Nah, I'm, I, it's going to be real PG. <laughs> oh, PG? We know where you at. <laughs> oh, we here. She, she, ain't, she ain't at home, y'all. She's somewhere else. <laughs> so she she going to be censored today. <laughs> okay. Yes, nice and polite, but it is Aries season. It's in full effect. I am loving it. Um, 
trying to think about Nikki not here, but I'm trying to figure out these extended vacation days and these sick days that I need to be taking the whole month. <laughs> so I'm taking a, a, a play out of Nikki's book while she on vacation. I'm, I'm going to take a couple days soon. So I'm just enjoying lavishing in the happy birthdays and the presents and all the love. No detox yeah. gifts this year, right? Oh, no. I ain't getting no detox. I was about to say this is some expensive this year, not a detox gift. <laughs> no. Uh, that, was, that was some BS. It, that's like a nice gift. That, that's something I'm into, but that's a nice gift just because. Like, just because. Let me send that to you. You, right. you don't give nobody. You was fair about that. Birthday. I was, I was. I was like, you know, I like that. That's my thing. They expensive, though. I might like that as a birthday gift because I ain't finna pay for it. No, I make baby. it myself. Buy me <laughs> a juicer. Buy me a juicer. Now, that's love. You buy, buy me something. Like, I'm I'm not talking about no $100 juicer. I'm talking about two grand. Drop drop two she's grand on a grocery. She talking to me. She talking to me. What kind of juice do you need? She talking to me. This not a ninja baby. We talking about cold press. We talking about it flattens everything. You come out, you have come on. no pulp. Like. Tell the, this, tell the this juicer better help you create a juicing business for two grand. You making juice juices for everybody and selling them or something for two grand. <laughs> grand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, the fruit it's better come me. with the juicer. <laughs> Unlimited fruit with the juicer. Fresh fruit out the ground. <laughs> every every seven days you get a new order. <laughs> Ab, what you been? You was on a, a, a work trip, but it looked more like a vacation. But we ain't gonna. <laughs> well, you know, when when the folks have you go out to certain places, you gotta make fun. I don't believe in just going to work. I'm gonna make fun. It was five hours away, so you know it's you know we had to turn incorporate a little pleasure into it. But um, I worked forty hours in three days, so. Dog tire is the only way to describe that. Speaking of dogs, you were playing with prairie dogs too. I what got out the car to take a picture of a prairie dog and I ran back <laughs> into the car. I don't play with animals. <laughs> you know. I was that. about to say, I was about to say, when I saw that, I said, I know AB must be like on something because she only like animals and she out there a prairie dog for her. <laughs> and I zoomed in, so I wasn't, I still wasn't as close as you thought I was because, uh uh-uh. yeah. Oh, you zoomed. Oh, yeah. I'm they sorry. started like pointing to each other, and I was like, "What are they saying?" And I had to go. <laughs> Wait, question: A prairie dog farm? Like, what do they have a farm for? Prairie? Do people eat prairie dogs. What's going on? So it's basically a farm, <laughs> like where they feed them. So they stay like a petting zoo. They create their little like a who? Like a petting zoo for prairie dogs. I guess they pet them. I don't know. I. Family out there. I saw the family pet them, but like they got their little burrows out there and they stay there because they get fed. Like they understand we it's a good life if we stay here. So it's like they could they could easily go outside of the fence, but they stay in that little fence. Okay, I was I was just making sure nobody wasn't eating the prairie dog because that just sounds. They probably I wouldn't be surprised. I don't put nothing past nobody. <laughs> Kids, we crazy. So just, <laughs> just I can't. How was your week? 
Um, my week was real chill. Um, I'm about to use these uh, days off to go get vaccinated and recovery. Um, but um, it's real chill. I just had brunch with some friends today. You know, it's a good Sunday. I tried my hand at crawfish, uh, shrimp and grits this morning. Oh, well, crawfish and grits this morning instead of shrimp and grits. Too much work. Crawfish is too much work for that little bit of meat. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just I I said on here. You if you hear you hear it. If you don't, you don't. I cheated. I sure did cheat it. I went and bought crawfish tails out the pack from Louisiana. Definitely did. They were already peeled. I ain't got to worry about that. Straight that up. Put that in there. So let's talk about your lamb you were cooking. Did you order that from special place too? No, I put my I lamb up from Saturday. <laughs> 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 but Miss I had some bomb ass. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. But uh, if you are in Atlanta, I had some bomb ass tacos this weekend from Supermo off of Memorial. They have a lamb barbacoa taco. Oh, it was so good. Then they had a, a carnitas that's like carnitas uh, pork belly mixed in with a little chicharrones. Excellent. But, uh, you know, if you want to talk about some tacos, hit me up. I'm going to be calling you a king. I need to try that. Oh, please do. All I do is eat. He probably went to the place where you said you were going later. He'd be everywhere. Um, he, told, he told us he run the streets. Oh. <laughs> as, as an overseer. <laughs> as an overseer, okay? I didn't get that. I didn't get that from he and uh, he run the streets, Akeem. I ain't, I ain't get no overseer from he run the streets. Why are you uh, ooh, uh, ooh. I'm not trying to get beat not- up when I go downstairs. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Who downstairs? Who downstairs? Okay, we don't have to go through this topic every week. Why we act like I date somebody different every week? I have been dating the same person for a year, people. Oh, I haven't, I, I haven't seen him lately. I haven't seen him lately, so I just wanted to know if that's the same person you're talking about. Get them together. <laughs> first, it sounds like they find you First of all, I didn't know he lived with his significant other. Nor did I know. Oh, I don't, no, I don't live with him. Just oh, here. No, we, don't, we don't live together. We spend our weekends. We spend our weekends together usually. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a space person, so weeks I work at home, do my thing, and then my weekends are dedicated to. Oh well, I had a good week because <laughs> nobody go ask me. <laughs> well, you well, usually, usually when we ask you, you'd be like snarky about it, like, "Well, you know, moving along." So, but yeah, keep go about your week. My week was good. I had a, I had a much better week than the week before. It was it was peaceful. I miss I miss Nikki though because I usually see her on the weekend, and she, she went to New Orleans without me. And she ain't really been texting me. <laughs> Cause she's living. Okay. Living best life. She got time for text messages. I was just, just oh, I, got, I got her. Baby, she probably trying to keep. She probably trying to keep up with her phone. Okay. Nikki probably don't even know what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you got in sticky news of the week? Damn. Um, <laughs> So this week, I'm going to hit you real quick, real brief. Did you guys see the story about Lieutenant Nazaro? I believe is his last name. Uh, it was a lieutenant driving home in his new Tahoe in Virginia. And the police pulled him over for a quote unquote routine traffic stop. He was calmly talking to them. They had his guns. Oh, the black at- guy. Yes, the black guy. Oh. Yes. They had, a- they had guns pointed at him calmly. Sir, I don't feel comfortable getting out the car because you're pointing the gun at me. Uh, why... Why did you pull me over, police officer? It's a it's a general traffic stop, sir. If it's a traffic stop, then I don't have to get out of my car. Um, he had on his uniform. 
His they police pep- uniform? No, he had on his he, army. The lieutenant had on his army, army oh, uniform. Oh, oh. Uh, call me like just very calmly talking, hands out the window. Every, I mean, I'm sorry. Everything that you would say was right in this picture was right, and you can clearly see the two white officers just antagonizing, antagonizing, and then overuse of power. So he's suing, uh, the uh, the suing Virginia, I believe. But as he rightfully should. I'm not gonna lie. I made the trip from Atlanta to DC by car, and um, traveling through Virginia was very um, suspect on that little southern border there between Virginia and, and North Carolina. But uh, you, everybody knows you. You can't be driving fast in in Virginia. Like that's that's the thing. They out to get you. Virginia they out to make money off you. They're one of the places too that use the planes, don't they? Like they have the signs that says speed recorded by planes. So they have the planes that fly over and take everybody's speed as it goes over. Yeah. Also, some some breaking news today. I think the story is still developing. But Iran's atomic energy organization, uh, they had a, a power outage that affected one of their nuclear plants. And they are saying that it is a terrorist attack. I love how everybody's using this word now. Uh, it's a terrorist attack and someone's trying to take out their... Uh, nuclear, uh, their nuclear program, because you know people think they're trying to make nuclear weapons, which they probably are. Uh, they piss. So this is about to be one of those trying times for Joe Biden. So let's see what he made out of. I what is the age of peace at people? I just want some peace. Well, Trump uh, I destroyed want, that. Trump. I want peace. Like, I want to go travel the world again. I just want to go drink and you know eat people's cultural foods. Oh, uh, do it. Eat people. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say eat, eat people's I cultural foods. I wouldn't ever eat people. So, that's not my thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Akeem but, saying, uh, Y'all messing up his travel plans. Y'all need to correct all this. There we go. Uh, why, why, why do you always got to come and uh, formulate your thought for you? <laughs> if you don't ever notice, I always be like, you understand me? Today I have not said that. And so I ask that question all the time because I want to make sure that I am, what's going on in my head may not always translate in yours. So she, we need to make sure that interpreter. She's your interpreter. <laughs> we got you. We got you. We we understand. We we understand you, Akeem. But thank you. But lastly and not least, uh, definitely cannot go out without uh, representing for my boy, uh, legend DMX passing away. Uh, that was very sad uh, t- to hear this week. Yeah, that was that was real sad. Rough Rider anthem. He was a rough rider. Wait, yeah, he was a rough uh, rider. Yeah. Yeah, because on Friday I was working and I can hear out because the traffic passed by my my uh, office, my home office, and somebody was playing. Every time he left, he was playing DMX Rough Rider, uh, one of his songs. I was like, oh my god, he must be really mo- uh, mourning. Well, a lot of people. So I, I, I've, I've always thought DMX is a legend. Like I've always loved DMX songs, but I did not know. So, 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 so many people were like DMX fans. And I, you know, I think I saw before he had passed away, he was sick. They was like, don't, don't question anybody fandom. If they are feeling for the man and where he's at, like, let them do it. Like, I was like, yeah, DMX definitely deserves. I think there's a, there's a thin line and we kind of talked about this already. Um, Cause y'all know how I go when people pass. 
Everybody want to pretend like they were the biggest fans. And I'm not saying nothing <laughs> against him because he has a, a, a large fan base. And, you know, we all grew up on all the DMX songs or whatever. But I think sometimes people kind of overdo it. Pretending like they were always these fans that they really were never. So there's like a thin line between like reminiscing and just going, you know, through your little catalog and then actually having to go look up songs the man got and then playing them out loud because you've never heard them before. There's a real thin line, <laughs> but however, however you born, you born. <laughs> going over into social media land because I think you're going to uh, pick up DMX over there. I noticed like earlier this week, a lot of people had already announced the man's death before it was confirmed. And I kind of feel like there's a thin line with that as well, because one, some so and some of them were celebrities. So some of them may be privy to it because they really had genuine friendships close to the family and all of that. But even as a very close friend, how does it become your job to let the general population know that this man is deceased? That's techie. Uh, I, we, I'm not trying to be funny, but we had a trial run with this with Kobe. We done told y'all when Kobe passed, you let the family speak first and then you open your mouth afterwards after we hear what is the appropriate thing to be said from the family. But even then after that, so like then like everybody else takes it upon themselves once the celebrity friend posted for us to start reposting it. And it's like, you know, not just him, but in general, the people's spouses have not posted it. Their children have not posted it. Their parents have not posted it. So what made you feel like, oh, I just love this person so much. I have the right to go and post this. Like a fan, like a true, you know, like person stuck in the head. They really become attached to the artist. And sometimes that sense of reality leaves them. I, I think that's what it is. I th but also, I think it's, it's very insensitive. But I also think another aspect of it is that people like to be the first to do something. So on your friend list, if you haven't seen somebody post that DMX died, then you're going to repost it. Like I saw it with Cicely Tyson. I had, I, the lady was, had died. It had been reported that she died for like an hour, but people were like, people were still reposting like, oh man, even like days afterwards. Um, and I just think, I think we live in a, in a society now where everything is so microwave and we want instant gratification and we want instant news and instant feedback. We can't resist the temptation to uh, go against societal morals and things like that, which is why people do that. I mean, I found out my sister had officially passed away on social media. I didn't find out from my family uh, until I, I knew she was, I knew she was hurt, but I knew she was going to the hospital. I didn't know she had passed until I, I was like 15 minutes after I had got the call, the initial call, I logged on to Facebook and it was already up there. And so it kind of takes it just seeing that from people you don't know is kind of it, it's just very insensitive. Because I think Tiny was one of the celebrities that they was going back and forth with about DMX telling her to delete it. And she was actually arguing about why she posted it. Like, let his fan. I don't even think he was taking off life support when she posted it. Like, baby girl, she need to be worried about her lawsuits and not worried about DMX. Ma'am, go swoop up on your doorstep. Exactly. Like, you trying to be the first one to post about DMX. You got a lot going on. Like, Worry about your, you and your husband, what y'all got going on right now. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Okay. Yeah, allegedly. allegedly. I'm sorry. 
You're right. Um, <laughs> we don't need no cease and desist. <laughs> Chloe was throwing no cease and desist orders around like hotcakes last week, so I don't want one from Ti and Tiny. So have <laughs> to take down the whole episode. So that'd be privilege because be- I post something and the whole world reposts it. I'm just out of luck, and nobody's gonna care. It was her grandma. Oh no. <laughs> Look, y'all would know the answer to this about Chloe. Uh, is she her? Are her and Tristan engaged? Are they together again? I think they're together. I don't know if they're engaged, but I think they're together. She, she had on the ra- rock. I would say she yeah. had that rock on her head, and I was like, Huge. "Well, who is it from?" And I was like, oh, "Okay." The, the funny thing is, I couldn't even tell you who she was if she was in a lineup. That's the crazy part. Because she looked different every fucking day. Oh, I, I, I don't. All the one I know is Kim. That's now you don't know, know the Kardashian. I could. I know every last one of them now. <laughs> <laughs> if we put up a picture, you know who it, who she is. I, would, I, know, I, could, I, I do. Courtney, my favorite. I could. Never. You could pick her. All you got, you know, the bodies that this family has or bought, purchased. So you would no, be able Courtney, to. Put Courtney, Courtney, don't don't play Courtney. Courtney, is Courtney has breasts. No, 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 no. Um, Kendall's body is just. Yeah, Kendall. Now, now Kendall, you wouldn't know that she was in the family. That's not normal. Because she's she like she's normal. <laughs> she has the body she was born with. She's, she's straight up and down. Just put like she's straight up and down. One hundred genuine. And her man, uh, NBA star. So she she living her best she, life. Okay. Oh, what what, what NBA call them? Pencil legs with big booties. That's what you call them. Well, it's pencil like, legs with big booties. <laughs> But y'all, that picture along. wasn't bad though. I never seen it. Can somebody show it to me? I'll send it. You Thank got you. it. I, got I was looking for it. I, it I went and screenshotted it. Hold on. Oh okay. lord, they gonna, they, gonna, they, gonna conf- they gonna confiscate your phone? <laughs> no, they not. How they gonna confiscate my phone? It was on the internet. <laughs> she can't have All my personal property. Got- she gonna have to fight for this. Look, no, Josh, no, have to, all that money they got just set you turn, a price. Turn around, turn around. How much? Uh, how much y'all pay for Kim Tate? I want that money. I want that amount for this. There you go. Phone is yours. <laughs> Mama Chris pay for it. Mama Chris pay for it. Oh, I know Chris. I know what she looked like. She got the one with the hat, short hairstyle, and like that's that's her and Chloe look just alike. She like they do. Oh. They do. Mm-hmm. Her, her Chloe real, can fix her like, hair. Sometimes, yep. Like sometimes the makeup makes her look a little different. Like they go overboard with the contour, but she, oh, she's right. She, she looks, looks really. Good. What's wrong with it? This this is oh this is the Chloe that I loved. Okay, <laughs> this is I like Chloe. Chloe. I like Chloe when she was like this. This new Chloe that I can't identify every week. I like Chloe when Chloe was thick. Okay, so so what? So show me the is, edited this photo is a again. Recent, this is the recent photo. Hold on. Let's see if I can find an edited photo real quick. The edited photo? Because she, she looked look, like... She be, look, she be looking slim and trim. She looked like the rest of them. So no, is that why she get a video? But Chloe ain't built like the rest of them. Well, Honestly. How do you remember you what, what any of them are built like? Well, I'm, I meant like post, <laughs> post, body, post body. But you know, like, I go live. In college, I used to watch it, you know, as a little, as a little something, huh? something to get into on the week. Me too. How old, old is she? How old is she? Probably she not too me. far off from us. Yeah, she's like, she like sixty-five. 
I don't know. I'm looking at her well, Wikipedia, but I feel like she might have control over there and might be able to lie on me too. She's 36. Oh, she's 36. Oh, yeah, she looks 65. Chloe looks 65? Oh, yeah, she was 65 to me. <laughs> don't, don't do her. Do that. Don't do her don't like do that. that. That's true. That's not nice. I'm like, okay, her dead. I was she. Uh, that picture is that I'm what she look like. like I mean, I'm not going to look at Dre for like that. Was she 36? She give me old lady vibes from this photo y'all just sent. Don't don't do Chloe like. Is it because she doesn't have um, makeup or something? What is it? I I don't even know what she looked like without makeup with makeup makeup on. But she just look. See her in another picture. You know that girl. No, I don't. I really don't. All I know they keep playing that commercial talking about the show going off and ain't coming back no more. Um, I'm so okay. So I'm gonna move move myself right along, (laughs) y'all. Have y'all have y'all all all seen the them series yet? Oh my god, I did. I did. I started, but I stopped. I'm I'm trying to wait till I'm in a a good mental space, and then I'll never be in a good mental space for that. (laughs) What I know, but you know. Never. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's tough. It's tough. I see. I thought it, from the previous. I thought it was just gonna be like black horror. So give me, you know, a little uh, get out us that type of thing. And then I saw the real previews, and I was like, wait a minute. Now I can't be sitting here watching uh, uh, a Selma series twenty four seven. You know, Sarah Mc Selma with a little desperate housewives. That ain't for me right now. Huh. Uh, it's it's hey, no, it's giving Selma Desperate Housewives. Yeah, it's Selma giving me real Desperate Housewives. It's giving me real Selma Selma Desperate Housewives. Oh, Desperate Housewives was that shit back in the day. <laughs> I never watched that one either. I, I drink I drink out of a uh, that <laughs> mug that I had. Did you see my? Yes. That's uh that's she's from Desperate Housewives. My friend gave me. They was like, "You're Brie." I said, "I probably am." <laughs> but it's it's just like because of the state that we're in right now as black people, I don't think it was appropriate. It's not appropriate ever, but specifically right now wasn't the time for the movie. Uh, it's it's racially insensitive. I, I think, I don't think it was insensitive. Uh, by the way, I love the beginning of the show. It started off real strong, but then like after episode six or so, it, it kind of falls off quickly. Like, yeah. The momentum is lost. Um, I think I, I I know Lena Waithe has got a lot of feedback. I mean, flack for for producing this, but I I like I liked it because it really she was unapologetic about showing what what um black people went through. Like we know what we we hear about it and, and we read things about it. But to actually see it, I think that was the most traumatizing thing. Especially if you I'm not gonna give any spoilers right now. Episode five almost took me out. Like it was just so traumatic. That's I, the cat in the bag episode if you But will. I just I just feel like I don't need to see it. You know, you remember that show, A Hundred and One Ways to Die, A Thousand and One Ways to Die, that used to come on? Uh, I don't need to be watching shows that be like A Thousand or Some Ways that Black people were mistreated by white people. Like, I, I'm just tired of seeing it. Like, that's why I, I prefer shows kind of like Insecure, 20, stuff like that, because it's like my current day situation. But I don't have to keep saying what happened to my grandma, what happened to my great grandmother. Like this week I uh, on Ancestry.com, I magically logged in. I had a message from this white lady who was like, oh, we're distant cousins. And I want to be like, well, girl, do you want me to tell you how we became distant cousins? Because I know the story. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, 
Are you okay? <laughs> she offended you, didn't she? Well, Akeem, I'm sorry. Because you should have said my last name wasn't really Moss. <laughs> so, <laughs> y'all oh gave me this name. <laughs> oh my gosh. I agree with you. I agree y'all with Akeem. We so, don't need to watch that in the film. We're literally watching it on the news every day right now. So I feel right. like to constantly live in trauma and relive in trauma. I just think right now, because we have to see it on the TV right now, it didn't need to be put in the film. Like, I think like some things were a little overboard. Sorry, series. Some things were a little overboard. Yeah, that episode five was really traumatic. But I mean, to their offense, they had the trigger their defense, they had the trigger warnings. Um, so not all of the episodes had trigger warnings. So I expected that those episodes to be like kind of traumatic because because they even had on some parts like talk with the cast or the producers. Um, you know, they had videos showing them, and then I think they had some bonus footage. I, mm-hmm. I get what y'all are saying that y'all don't want to. We shouldn't have to see and relive that. But and then especially with the climate. But then you got to think about it. They probably produced this before, and they were probably filming and creating. Nobody had a mask. They so I'm pretty it before sure. Slavery? I'm just saying they produced it before. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not but, not like, funny it was, but just but the way you said it face. was. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying they produced it probably before we got to this point where we are now. Because, you know, it, even though we've been experiencing the, you know, the racial tension and all of this, but at some point in like the last few years, it's kind of acceler- accelerated, but you got to think they probably had already been producing this. So would you rather them throw it away and never release it or because um, I would rather them do like how uh, music artists do hold on to it. And then when it is appropriate, then you can release your art. Oh, but AB said it's never appropriate. But when is it appropriate? <laughs> so I, Okay, so I'm not sure when that time frame will come, but I will say it's like this. Uh, I use this reference a lot. Kids that jump in anywhere. I see you trying to yeah. talk. Just jump in. Oh. <laughs> My bad. Like, I mean, stuff like that just make me mad. Like, it's just, I don't know. It just take me to a whole nother level when I watch stuff like that. It just, I, I ain't going to say what I normally say when I watch stuff like that, but it just take me to a whole different what level. What you say? Like, what you say? What you say? I'm not going to say because you don't have to edit it out. Uh, you can. All right, y'all. We're going to move it along. So uh, my last little bit of social media is um, the video that recently surfaced from former Lakers player Darius Morris um, caught on camera uh, physically abusing his um, at the time girlfriend. Um, They're no longer together. However, I was um, researching and I found out this actually happened a year ago, but the footage was just released this week. But homeboy... She allegedly cheated on him, which she denies to this day. And he wanted her phone. And the video basically just shows uh, like. It was so dark in that video, but homegirl was screaming for her life. And that was enough for me. That was enough for me. I, Have you seen all that? I heard, photos? All I yeah, heard was her screaming. It was bad. It was terrible. Her face was swollen. Shit. I don't care if she cheated on him with her. His daddy, his brother, his grandpa. She didn't deserve to get beat. Like I, I don't. No excuse for that. I, I, and to me, I think that there are. I talk about beating people asses all the time, but I think there are very few instances where I should put my hands on you. Like me putting my hands on you 
to me is like life. Well, let me find out you out here fighting though. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> you because you might find a couple of stories. Don't tell nobody. Oh, you know, if not, you know, I'm googling you tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm the PI, so you know, I'm gonna find it. But I think uh, Keith and I had a conversation about it earlier too about. Um, about him, because I, I I had to look up who he was because I didn't know who he was. But um, no, he, he ain't no star. I was keep I kept it going. I was like, what he did was wrong. He ain't no star. <laughs> she was screaming for her life, like she was just too much. I felt bad for. Her. But I think I, I think Akeem asked the question like, why was the video just released? Um, but I I think I read something else that says that she went back and let well she let him back in due to the quarantine and he tried to abuse her three times uh, uh, three additional times and she was saved by her neighbors. Uh, that's what TMZ reported. But what what she let him back in after after, after what happened the first time? What was well, her friends? No no judge. no I'm not judging her. Where were her friends? That's what I want to know. No, but domestic violence is a cycle. So, so it's a, it's power and control. Um, that's all it is. And so they, a lot of times if you leave, they, you know, it's just a lot of, a lot going on and I'm not finna do a DV, um, <laughs> seminar on this, nah, on this we, podcast. We, we gotta, but they, but they the we're not going to turn it into a TED talk. Yeah. Well, no, that, but you know, notice I said, I, I get hurt and hurt emotions, but I also feel mm. like everyone should have, uh, like friends who would be like, nope, this ain't it. Do you like, always listen to you your can... friends, Akeem? No. Uh, no, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I would know for sure that I can't bring this nigga around my friends because it's gonna be a fight. Okay. But you also <laughs> gotta think about it. If I told you last time, don't go back, and you go back, there are many friends who like, I'm done talking to her. Let her go back. We done told her. Go, go ahead, go. Or they actually then, fall out with their friends for saying something to them about mm-hmm. the situation. Right. Exactly. Y'all and it's right. not just friends; it's family too. Like family. Yeah. Y'all right. I think. But but I. I, I I guess the question is why she released it, and I, I think it may be a part of her uh, her healing, and and you know, did she release it? I thought she had went back and said that it wasn't that he didn't do anything, and somebody else released it. Or am I reading the wrong headline? No, I thought I read the same thing. One of the friends of fa- somebody released it, so they was like based like it's tied uh, up protecting him or something to that extent. Originally, I don't think she had control over the tape. Yeah, I think. There were some legal things in there as well where she didn't have control over it. But I think once they were able to get it and have control over it, she decided to release it. Her friends want him to be held accountable and want everybody like his their her friends wanted him to be accountable, be held accountable and for everybody to know the type of person he is. I Mm. saw that they posted like we want everybody to know now. Uh, speaking of speak by speaking of accountability though um so how do how do we hold celebrities accountable for their actions well okay first of all let's not loosely throw out the word celebrity for that person um but <laughs> I, <mean it. laughs> I think you hold people you hold people accountable by i think yeah, Lord. Looking at their, what's the word? I don't want to say like ability, but like you measure the person and then you hold them accountable. For, it's object. I, I guess accountability is objective. 
it's subjective. I'm sorry. I think accountability is subjective. But I, I, but with the friends releasing it, they were trying to hold him accountable. How is that holding him accountable? But see, but that's why it's not holding them accountable to me. That's why I think it's subjective because they should have. If that was the case, they should have did that after the first time. If they want to quote unquote hold somebody accountable, you wait until after she took him back into like three times in the house. Like that's oh, we want to hold him accountable now. No, she was getting her ass beat. You knew she was getting her ass beat, and you didn't do. You didn't think to put the video out there and be like, "Hey, girl, this look a little crazy." Like. But now, you know, she quote unquote healing and you put the video out. That's that's bringing it back up. We don't specifically know the agreement that the friends had. We don't know if they had access to the video. We don't know if they was talking or if they stopped talking. And now that she's healed and actually left now that they're friends again, like we don't specifically know the situation. But I will say a way to hold him accountable is nobody knew your dirt. But now that we have access to this tape, I'm going to make sure everybody knows. And you could possibly lose endorsements. You can lose money. You can lose friends. You can lose family. That's how, as her friend, I can hold you accountable. Exactly. And then, but to speak to why her friends didn't do it, again, I don't want to make this a domestic violence seminar. If you're still there in that situation, that could escalate it. So if they, if they did that while she's still in a relationship with him, it could have ended in her death. A lot of times it abuse escalates. And so that, that I mean, I wouldn't have done it while she was still with him. But I, I agree. I agree with A.B. says, um, you know, they do lose the endorsements. And, and but we live in, in this climate now where you got one time specifically with celebrities and then you over. Um but then you have a lot of time when this stuff comes out, the celebrity or the public figure, we'll use that word. I like that better. The public figure will come out and immediately apologize after they are informed by someone that they should apologize. Is the apology enough at that point? No. For this situation? Absolutely no. Not. No. So uh, apologies have to come with action. I can't say what the action has to be that's based off of the severity of the situation, the repetitiveness of it and that thing. But an apology always has to come with some action behind it. Right. I, and I, I agree. I agree. So, but with this, um, and I'm, I'm trying to stay away from kills, but he's, he was brought back up in the news anyway. Uh, when, with the verses with the Isleys and the earth went and earth went and fire where they cut off kills part when, um, the Isleys did when they were playing this music. And so that sparked a whole another controversy of the whole R. Kelly situation. Um, and now I don't, whatever you believe and, you know, some people still believe it's okay to listen to his music while other people don't. And so how do we, how do we hold him accountable for his actions? If being that he is a hit maker. First, he needs to admit to his actions. That's step one. I can't. <laughs> it's, it's just like we need to be able to put your face. We need to screenshot this and be able to put your face on the, on the thing. I can't. Like I already but, talked about this. <laughs> right, right. He came like. Uh, I mean, it ain't y'all. I'm just saying, but he needs to. He needs to like admit to his shit. Own your shit. So I take every situation and treat it differently. It's not a one size fits all because these scenarios are also different. Mm -hmm. So specifically for him, what I can say is I want to see a change in behavior. But what makes his situation even more unique is that there are multiple 
allegations. There is a video, which I've never seen because I don't desire to look at it, but there's a video, there's multiple allegations. So if we talking about change behavior, like at this point, it's a lot of, it's a lot of behaviors and it is, I could, I'm not going to say I could see if it was one time, but the fact that there are multiple allegations regarding multiple people just makes it really hard for me to even put him in that box of I need to see a change behavior, a change in behavior. So how do you hold him accountable? Me personally, Robert was one of my favorites. I, I know. I know, I know this. I know this. Robert was one of my favorites. She so said Robert. Really <laughs> hard for me. That's what makes it even like really, really hard for me because I probably know almost all of Robert's songs, but I no longer have them. I have no, there is no evidence that Robert was ever in my life. And I always said before Robert get old and don't got it no more, I need to go to a concert. Well, he ain't too old and he probably still got it, but I ain't gonna make it to a concert. Maybe he, he ain't, ain't gonna Unless you end up in the same place he Robert, <laughs> Look, if baby, I know Robert like I think I know Robert, Robert singing up a tune somewhere. I'm about to say, I'm about to say, Robert last performance is gonna be in the auditorium of a whatever prison that he in to them inmates. Okay, they gonna get the last one. Robert in the thing. Kissing her like she holding her tongue. <laughs> I ain't gonna say now. I'm just you like uh uh-uh. you like don't don't hold your tongue. Go ahead and say I still listen to Robert. <laughs> that's just, I still listen to Robert, and that's fine. How do you separate the two? Personal choice. I mean, right. I feel like for the under like for the 14 year old, like they say he was like. I feel like that was he should be held accountable for that. But at some point too, I feel like the parents, some of the parents, should be held accountable too. Because I feel like a lot of the girl parents was actually, I don't want to say. I don't want to. Okay, I'll say this. If the parents were pimping the girl out and they were I didn't want to say it, pimping. I didn't no, want to say, say pimping. But, I'll say it for you. <laughs> but that is my whole thing. Like, I feel like some of the parents were actually pimping their daughters out to him so that they can make it big and they can live off of that. I just feel like what, who was the one that her father said he couldn't get her to come out of the house or whatever. Like she wouldn't leave. How are you going to say you can't, if my child is somewhere that I want them to come, baby, they coming out. I think it was his house was up here in Atlanta somewhere. It was one. I think it was masterpiece. that said they coming out. He going to burn the whole house. Not everybody coming out. You coming out. You gonna come out walking with your two legs or they gonna be coming out right behind you, but you coming out. Thank you. That's my whole point. Like you can't tell me that this man is not letting my ch- everybody coming up out of here. So Master P got them out, but they might No, he was just saying if it was his daughter, like Oh okay. he wouldn't be he was like she wouldn't be yeah. in there. She's coming up out of it. If I want her out of the house, she's coming out of that house. Like you yeah. can't tell me my child is not coming out. Okay. I got you. I got you. So I okay. To be honest, I, I I agree. I agree with both both of you. 
But I think, so A, I, I agree. I've listened to R. Kelly. I had all of Robert's CDs. I have actually been to a concert when I was younger. <laughs> this Robert is the like, like R. Kelly, you know? yo, like, Show he, y'all he, like, I was in that like, room. <laughs> absolutely not. You know why? Because I have parents who are committed to my well-being. And <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest, like, yeah yeah like I, I, i'm not blaming it on the parents because i think that he is accountable for his actions and the role that he played but i also know that i wouldn't have been in that situation because my my parents be on it where you going where you at who you with i need to know them do i know their family do i know their like, like, there's no me being 14 there's no me being 16 living with a man and so I am grateful that I have that structure and I have those people in my life who have protected me and guided me in that way. I also think that, our, I, back to the original question, I think that it's also him, I agree with Akeem, he needs to take ownership and responsibility for it. Like admit to where you are, admit to what happened. I also think that accountability isn't for the world. Accountability is also for the victims in the situation, for them to be able to say, this is what happened. This is what I need from you. I also think the justice system is another way. It's like, okay, this is, this is what you did. Why did you do it? Like we talk about the cycle of abuse and we talk about things like that. Did, did R. Kelly get what he needed to be able to not do the same thing to other people? Like, how do we break these cycles? Like, how do we know that some of the, the, the women he abused aren't, aren't abusing other people, right? So how do we insert and stop those cycles and make sure that they have what they need? I, I, I approach the situation with R. Kelly uh, kind of similar, but a little different. I'm all about extending grace. Like we all are going to be on that end where we're going to need that same grace. And I think I heard someone say this weekend, it might've been Kelly Price. Uh, nobody wants to extend grace until you need it. And, and today need that, that same grace extended to them. So with R. Kelly, I extend grace to him as a person. I don't know R. Kelly. I don't know. I've never met Robert because y'all call him on his first name. basically. I ain't never met Robert. But as a human, I, he makes mistakes. That's the grace you get. But I'm holding you accountable. I'm not listening to your music anymore. Well, I'm not. What well, describe not, grace because R. Kelly ain't got my grace because R. Kelly still <laughs> has not become accountable. He has not, you know, taken accountability for himself. But like, I need you to take accountability for yourself before I extend. You need to work on yourself before you ask for or get anything from me. But but you you are going to in the end you are going to only be accountable for what you did, not what he did. So, so I'm 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 holding myself accountable by extending him the grace. But I'm also acting as a consumer, and I'm not listening to your music. And then I'm also extending you additional grace because you help other people come up. You've written songs, they sing your songs, you've been on their songs. I'm going to still listen to them. They ain't had nothing to do with you. Hopefully messing with the little girls. So that go my grace. That, that, that's, that's the extent, but I'm holding you accountable. I'm not listening to your catalog. I, every time your song play on my Pandora or whatever music, down. I don't want to ever hear it again. So like, that's, that's me. I feel that. Uh, Yo, let's, it let's hurt me though. Back. I love the Isley Brothers though. And that Body Kiss oh. album that R. Kelly produced was hot. Speak on it. Speak it, on was, it was everything. 
but the challenge with that one is he's actually singing. He's mm-hmm. he's doing back. He laid background vocals on that one. He did. He produced it. He did a lot more than just he wrote it in and threw it off to y'all. He like actually was invested in it. It felt like his album. I was like, no. If it's their song, I listen to it. If it's his song, I don't listen to it. I don't care if he's singing half of the song. If it's that person's song, I'm not going to penalize that person. That person. For being for, no, you can't just penalize the person for they don't know what's going on with him and his personal. I think sometimes I think some of those artists really treat work like work. Like this is work. I collab with you because like think about it. Some songs are even made without artists even meeting. Yeah. Okay, but let me play devil's advocate here. R. Kelly, okay, let's just be clear about music studio and what happens in the studio. So I, I, while I do think that people are removed from a lot of this, I do think that a lot of more people knew than just him. If young girls are in oh, the yeah. studio every oh, time yeah. you are with sure. Robert Kelly, there is there is you you have to start like people don't want to ask questions. It's like, man, how old are you? <laughs> Where your mama at? <laughs> like, like you just uh, walk into a studio. It's grown men there. And, and while you at 14, McDonald's, 16 year old girls. You right. And while you at McDonald's, when you need to be at school, that's a, that little girl at the, the McDonald's. I don't, where he met her at, and she was always there. Like, why you went at school? Where your mom? That's mama how you know she's a little girl. Who who's <laughs> gonna meet somebody at McDonald's? Well, how about this? I got one that's less. <laughs> I got one that's less polarizing. So I struggle with Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. So I love. He mess with little girls too. No, 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 no. I said like oh. less polar, like oh. less polarizing. Hold on. Oh, oh, you no. telling me some new stuff? <laughs> I was like, no, I said, but I'm saying like let's put like holding somebody accountable. For instance, like I had a really, really big issue with Kanye during the election cycle because I feel like Kanye was purposely trying to split the black vote, uh, and like just pull ignorant niggas over to his side, uh. Because he got some beats, but and, and some beats and some songs and some shoes, and he made money. Well, add Lil Wayne, add them all to the list. Like they all got some out of that deal. Okay, first of all, Lil Wayne would never on my radar. He would never be uh, if Lil Wayne. I like Wayne. I, I liked Wayne. I'm oh, Wayne. Wayne. No, 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 Kanye like, ran for president. I thought that was a joke. Well, I Kanye, no, Kanye was throwing money behind it. Kanye has more pull than Lil Wayne has at the moment. So I think that's that's the difference between go. them right now. Well, well, shout out to ugly as Kodak Black. He got him a part in out the deal too. So they are always working together. So Man, Kodak, Kodak was tweeting for the jail was wearing me out. But no, back to my Kanye point. Like, I like old Kanye. Like my favorite albums are Dark Twisted Fantasy. I mean Dark. I can start dark. My dark was fantasy and go from start to finish. But his like his actions during the election was kind of like, sir, are you are you for people or not, or are you for yourself? And then I just thought it was he's crazy. a narcissist. Was, he's for himself. But know, not but even I, that, Akeem. We stopped taking Kanye serious many moons ago. So yeah, I know, right? Right. <laughs> so where where do we where do we stand? So we just don't take him seriously and listen to the music or what? Like I had I, stopped, I had listened to Kanye. Listen no, I don't, don't even listen to the music. I don't you listen to R. Kelly, but you don't listen to Yay. I'm not I listening to Kanye. I will listen to I will no. listen to some old R. Kelly now. 
I had listened to I had listened to Kanye since two thousand five, two thousand six. All I can tell you about is college dropout right now. I'm telling you. Okay. My barber was chopped. Was the master barber at my barber shop was listening to R. Kelly chopped and screwed the last time I was in there. I was like, what? You know, you know. It's not about rules. Do not apply in the barbershop. Like you go to the barbershop, <laughs> and it, let me tell you something. Rules ain't nobody accountable. You you accountable for what you say then and there in the barbershop. No matter what's going on outside the door in the barbershop, you accountable then and there for your but, mouth. But but he the master barber, so he cut in a own little separate room, and so all you hear is all this bump and grind and all this stuff chopped and screwed. We like I turn around. I, I turned around and I asked my boy, I said, what's going on back there? He said, I don't know. <laughs> back there, you, you getting a separate... Back to our topic. Because we got our phone. <laughs> my topic... <laughs> I will say something about... Uh, what is it? Kanye? So Kanye, I agree with everybody else that Kanye has like fallen off. He started doing and saying some crazy stuff. And he just... It, he took it too far. And I, I think he is getting his accountability. His wife is leaving him. Like we, we aren't talking about just, oh, not listening to his music, not buying his, you know, boho or hobo chic, you know, clothing. We're talking <laughs> about like his family. <laughs> his family. We're talking about his family. Him oh, losing his family. That's tough. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Yeah, Everybody else. Are you saying Mama Chris coming after you? It is hobo chic, but I do, I do like it though. Did I like say hobo chic. <laughs> No space shoes he got. I don't like none of the shoes, but they'd be like two, three hundred dollars. Them shoes are comfortable. I, I will let but you know. I actually I know. want that. space shoes though. I wanted those. They comfy. I, I, I know it's somebody sad. that got every pair of Yeezys out probably. And I'm just the like. Yeah, it's everything else. I can't. I just can't pay that it money is for everything it. Else. But I do, I do want to point out another issue that the disproportionality and the disparity among how one gets held accountable or placed in the timeout seat. That's what I'm going to call it. I ain't going to call it cancel culture. I'm going to call it timeout seat. When they get placed in a timeout seat, it seems like it happens more quickly to people of color than the white people. I'm going to put it like that. Matt Gates, for example. Uh, I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with Matt Gates from Florida. Yes, old Florida man situation where he sex trap allegedly sex trafficking and having sex Yo, with a 17 year old girl y'all need to go I ahead and move hey b go ahead get your family up out of there we about to move y'all up out of florida we about to uh let them be their own thing i think we just gonna turn it over to the people and let them have it but you but marjorie taylor green from georgia um she is like on his bandwagon um taking up for him but you you see how there's always someone there to take up for them. They don't um, automatically get to put put in the timeout seat. But then you have Cosby and you got Kells and you got all these people. And Cosby show you can if you can find it, good luck because um, it's gone. No, it's not. Uh, where is it? It's either on Prime or it's on one of them because I watched it up night. Oh, okay. Well, see, it used to be on Hulu, and I don't see it on it no more. But you, <laughs> now, that would really stick it all because they. They mess with a lot of people' money. I'm about to say, you know what, man? You know they mm-hmm. said it was it was. There's more to the whole Cosby thing too. Like why all of that happened the way it happened. They said it was more. It was more behind that. Behind that did not have that did not have to do with the allegations of why all of his stuff is being like 
Boom. What? What? He about to take over a network or something? He I think they said he, he was a network, and then after that, about, everything blew up. Yeah, I think he was NBC, about to purchase like, CBS. It, it was one of the it big was like networks. NBC, it was one of the big ones. He was about to purchase it, and it was like, eh, eh. So that I means mean, all these people knew this the whole time. You like how y'all just said about R. Kelly, like, like what he said. You didn't think that these people did not know the nature of the person that they were around. I mean, even with the Matt Gates situation, they got senators and and representatives talking about he was showing them naked pictures. Oh, but they the thought on the they tried to be funny. The, besides Marjorie, they up there on Capitol, they throw him under the bus. Like it was like, oh no, nah, that ain't that ain't us. He showed me this, and I was like, no, nah, that ain't for me. I was like, but, but, that no, one, but, but no one reported him. Right, and if that was Facts. Warnock, guess where he would be gone? He wouldn't even be still in the in the Under Senate the floor. Jail. They would have escorted sure. him out of there. Why Matt still? I mean, you got the the woman in Georgia for she get arrested for knocking on the, the the governor's door, but this man showing pictures to everybody, and he still get to come to work every day and make he speeches, speaking speeches at women's conferences. Yes, they have ethical codes and guidelines with their with their jobs. So even if they're gonna say, "Oh, he showed it," but that's not us. You didn't. No. You failed to report him. You knew it was going. How many women since he showed you that one picture are little girls? Let me correct it because he a pedophile. How many yeah. little girls has allegedly. he touched on? Allegedly, <laughs> how many little girls has he touched on since y'all showed him that? Since he showed y'all that one picture that y'all refused to report. So this isn't. This also isn't new to the culture of politics in D.C. Men come there and cheat on their wives and book prostitutes at big name hotels downtown. And I'm not saying all of them do it. I'm just saying that it happens in that nature. And the fact that half of them don't want to speak up because they're scared that their skeletons are going to be bust out of their closet and that they can't cover for themselves. So they're not willing to speak up for innocent people in these situations. And a kid is innocent. I don't care if the kid pursued you. If, if, if someone underage pursues you, it's still your fault. They, they are a child. They aren't fully developed at the age that, that they are, but you are, and you should take the, the onus is on you to say, this is inappropriate. Oh, speaking of speaking of that, shout out to the school counselor on the show, Generational HBO. And it happened to him, and he he was very very appropriate in how he handled the student coming on to him. So, if y'all haven't seen it, that's a really awesome. Oh yeah, show. it's on my it's my I'm a, I'm trying to watch it when it gets ready to come back on, so I don't get hooked on it, and then I, it's in break, and then I'm sad about it. What is it called? But, Generation. Let me write that down because I need to watch that too. It's, oh. it's really, it's really, really good. It's about it's 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 a it's a uh, teenager show, but it's like very like real they said it's and raw. Ki- they, they said it's kind of like into uh, what's the show with uh, Zendaya that I like. Oh uh, uh, yeah, uh, Euphoria. It is. Euphoria. They said it's like, like similar to Euphoria. It's a sober um, version of Euphoria. A what oh. version? A sober. Sober. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more appropriate. Appropriate. a more parent appropriate. <laughs> but to these point earlier, you know what I think the blow to uh, women being able to speak out, not just women, but people who are uh, being sexually abused, the blow to that to me was the whole Kavanaugh trial situation where it was publicly put out there and this woman put herself out there and then had everything i think she had nothing to say nothing like she had nothing to gain from this that she was looking for put herself out there and to have everybody just strip her down of her humanity 
in front of this man and, and glorify this man who abused her. It's like, did he say abused pre- her? This, she this wasn't pre- even the first that did it, though. I was yeah. about to say, yeah. And I was about to say, that predates Kavanaugh. I mean, Trump got a whole recording Correct. saying, I grabbed her by the pussy and yeah, he no, but, president. I know, it's it's right. But clearance. I but I feel oh, like I mean, we pointed out a lot of people and, and, and obviously in this bunch of people that we talked about, I mean, and there are many more that some have gotten a level of grace extended to them. They still have their high positions. They still have their way of life, while others mm-hmm. committed same or similar infractions are, are canceled or well in timeout or locked up. Or locked up. And I, the reason I, I thought this would be a good conversation is um, we all need grace, but we all mess up. We mess up and we do need to be held accountable for what we do. And whatever account of holding someone accountable looks like to you, always hold yourself accountable and measure yourself up against whether what would I do if I what would happen to me if I was in this situation. So I think it's it's all about grace. I mean, but Chick-fil-A, you know, I'm trying I was trying to stay away from Chick-fil-A, uh, Chick-fil-A hate. But that's another one that, you know, y'all still eating hate food. Um, and, was, and, and was on live <laughs> drinking lemonade last <laughs> week was with a whole Chick-fil-A cup. Large. I thought enough for a limit, for you know, for a little bit, and then I started back. <laughs> it's convenient for me. It's hard. It's so hard. Uh, <laughs> that's how that's how Trump got elected. You remember that some of that money was going to him. Chick Fil A and KFC. KFC. McDonald's. McDonald's. I've been starting McDonald's. Wait, what happened? What happened? Now, wait, what's up with Home Depot? Because you know, I like I like Arthur. Home Depot was one of the ones too. That was was they giving him? Mm-hmm. Yes, they heavy Republican supporters. I that. think it was. Uh, you know, I I, I want to do some backstory on um, Arthur's background versus Marcus's background because Marcus. Why we call you people by first names. We don't know these well, folks. Well, <laughs> in Atlanta, we know is... Arthur. Why would I say in Atlanta we know who Arthur Blank is? In Atlanta, everybody knows who Arthur Blank is. Uh, but a lot of people don't know who Marcus. Uh, I don't know Marcus's last name, but he has all the, like, he gives all his money to, like, the medical, it's just, like, every hospital has a Marcus something institute. That's why Grady's, like, Marcus Trauma and... Okay. Yes, Grady has Marcus Trauma, Children's has Marcus Institute for Autism, uh, Piedmont has Marcus one. Institute for Heart, so, like, everyone has their thing, but Arthur gives a lot of his money to minority communities and revamping minority communities. But then you find out like under the table, a lot of Marxist stuff is like silencing people into like the Trump administration and those type of things. So I kind of want to get some history on like their friendship. Like, how does that thing? Because like even our, like a lot of uh, social justice thing, Arthur Blank is very vocal about them um, through his enterprises, you know, cause he owns the Falcons United and those type of things, uh, the sport, the sports team. So he is very kind of like, nah. So, so philanthropy forgives the, the alt. No. Well, yeah. I don't think, I think what I'm, I'm, my, I'm defending Home Depot and saying, I'm hoping that it was Marcus giving the money because <laughs> him and, um, <laughs> and not Home Depot. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How you going to offend somebody without all the facts? <laughs> Baby, okay. Like, Bernie Marcus is not giving you a check, Akeem. Let's, let's yeah, there we go. He's not giving you no check. Take Bernie Marcus down. Don't take that, Arthur, because I need to go to United Games. 
he need to get his partner together then they need to mm-hmm. need to start well, to discuss what that is what that looks like i don't like. think they are i don't think they're hands-on at home depot anymore i think both of them are just um kind of like how bezos is doing with amazon like they're not hands-on anymore they just have they're just the founders at this point oh. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know if I believe you. it. Got to do I a little more it. research. I also do think that we think about this. We talked about predominantly male um, mm-hmm. in this conversation. I also, and, and while some of the females like in the college scandal and things like that. Roseanne. Roseanne. Um, also, even not celebrities. When we have women who are teachers, I feel like some of the teachers who are males, they sometimes get slapped on the wrist, but because the the women get pregnant or have kids by the students, then they are automatically put in jail and having the kids in prison. So I, I do think there's another side to like the lens of celebrities or what was the term you used, Dre? Public, public, public figures, figures and figures who, who transform and, and don't necessarily aren't seen as the main, like it's not like a womanizer or, or someone saying and doing crazy things. It's, it's gendered. Cause I do think Roseanne, Sharon Osbourne is a new, new one that just happened mm-hmm. she she did mm-hmm. she get like kicked out but then they're having to pay her so much money because she, she's getting kicked off and is she, she allowed to say that she resigned correct mm-hmm. my my black ass would have been fired uh but <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they fired tamar fyi <laughs> it would have said fire right beside your name fire. <laughs> Termi- terminated terminated but we will continue this conversation on thursday on instagram live and off the record uh with ab uh not ab sorry ab uh you're invited though always ab Uh, ab i can make it a coin okay I'm telling you, she out here being real professional, her indeed. Uh, but AB, Nikki, and me, uh, and Kizzy, you can join us uh, on Thursday if you want to. Um, but we're going to move on over into the random side note of the week. What you got, D? So our random side note of the week comes from Wayne. Wayne, thanks for rocking with us and submitting your side note. Uh, it is, do people really believe single people cannot give good relationship advice? I got something. a mouthful to say on that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Dre, kick us off since you got a mouthful. Right, so who want to go, go first? So that's just that's just like saying me as a counselor saying I can give um, serve as a couple's counselor because I ain't never been married or in a relationship. I don't get where there's a qualification uh, that I have to be in a relationship to give you advice. A relationship, you, we have all, all sorts of interpersonal relationships with, with your sister, your mom, your best friends, and everybody. Relationships at their, fun, at their foundational level, at their very core, are all the same. Um, and so whether or not it's a, a marriage or, or a dating site situation, you are qualified if you live in. I mean, whether or not you're giving good advice, that's on you. I think anyone can give the advice, but you have the choice to choose whether or not you want to take that advice or dismiss that advice. Let me let me hop on <laughs> and ask you because I I like some of the stuff you said, but I don't like some of the stuff you said. That's uh, fair. I I think that 
I'm going to take the caveat and say you can be single and give relationship advice. However, you uh, if you haven't had a relationship, I don't want your relationship advice because you need to understand what it's like to be with a person and what a relationship, what a romantic, because this is discussing romantic relationships is what I'm assuming. I need to know that you've been with the person and understand what that feels like because so, that is completely different. Intimacy and relationships can be with or without um, being romantically involved. You are intimate with your your mom, your sister. Like, so we, we got to really define these terms because when we think of intimacy, we think of a sexual or romantic type relationship. But I'm saying you don't have to have the qualif- the prerequisite of being in a relationship to tell somebody else about a relationship, a, a romantic relationship when we have relationships with each other all the time. Mm-mm, because relationships at different levels require different levels of patience. And how you so I was so as a counselor, I was unqualified to give relationship uh, help help couples. At the I time, would, I had never been in a serious relationship. I would say I would, relationship. and I and I would tell you if I knew that, I would not have come to you. And that's your choice. But I'm asking you: was I qual- was I or not qual- was I qualified tell- to give? No, give- no, yeah, I'm I'm telling you, I wouldn't have come to you because in my mind, you would not have been deemed. No, qualified. you you, but why? Because I need to know that you have gone through exactly what I've gone through and can embody the emotions that I'm going so, through. Oh, thank you for opening that door. You walk right on in. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh, I saw the door be open and I, and I welcome this. One. I saw the door. I saw. I saw so, you so we, do this. So, so, so you want a therapist that 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 uh, has uh, threatened harm to themselves? So they're not qualified to talk you off the ledge. They're not qualified to tell you about um depress uh talk you through depression if they never been depressed. You don't need the qualification to tell somebody about a relationship. It's your choice whether or not. You you take it that's your that's your choice so yes however i also want my therapist to have seen it so like when i and we and we can go no let me <laughs> i'm listening so when i was reading about psych nurse did not translate to me until i had patience i didn't understand it. you can read a book about depression and be like oh someone's sad blah 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 see that my knowledge about depression did not come until i you read a fit- book one can I finish my story, sir? <laughs> but you said you uh, read a book. You said a book. Hello. One. But I'm getting there. Uh, <laughs> my experience with depression did not come until I was physically with people who were depressed every day and got to see what they were going through and, and be in it. Be in it. Talk to them about it on a regular basis. You right, not being in a relationship with a person, not know what it's like to live with a person, be intimate with a person sexually or know how far you want to go pushing forth back in that. No, you are not qualified in my eyes to give me relationship advice because you might be whimsical about what relationships are like. You might think everything is a fairy tale, and it is not. And people in relationships are whimsical about what relationships are like and oh, and and think everything is a fair, supposed to be a fairy tale every day. But we can disagree, agree to disagree. Uh, ladies, what y'all got to say about it? I agree with both, but a king does have a point. I do feel like if you've never been in a relationship, how are you going to tell me how my relationship is supposed to go? Like what is going wrong in my relationship? I think, but to me, I think when someone is giving advice, it's taking 
because I don't have to be in a situation to help you out. A lot of times when you are in a situation, you can't see what other people see or what you are explaining to other people. And so what they're telling you is from what they're conceptualizing. You don't have to experience it to tell somebody, hey, maybe try this or maybe you should try try this route. Uh, so and, but you don't never have you don't never have to be beaten to help somebody uh in, in a situation like that, you can you can help them conceptualize it from an outside perspective. That's why I don't think you need you to ever have to be in a relationship to help somebody in a relationship. But that's my opinion. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. Sometimes people on the outside see stuff that we don't see mm-hmm. in our relationship. But I just feel like whenever I needed relationship advice, I went to somebody that I felt like was in a relationship. They was a married couple or they've been in a relationship for a minute. And. I just had questions. And they have, they're, they're having a relationship of something that you look like. Well, this is what your relationship could look like. But if they can be honest, though, right. and tell you, you know, like me, when I feel like if I go to my mom or my dad, I feel like they're not going to lie. They're not going to sugarcoat. They're going to tell me what it is, like how it's supposed to be or what you need to do to make your relationship survive. If you want to work it out, work. Even my grandparents, I call I call ask my grandma questions. So you, so it's just you, like, to me, I think you have to be in a relationship to tell me what. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go to A B next, but let me ask a follow up question to you, Dre, um, Akeem and Kizzy. Uh so if the person is single now but has previously been in a relationship that has been committed but has experienced it and maybe it didn't work out, would you still take advice from them? Yes. Yes, I would because then my follow up question would be what did you learn from that? I, I have things that you know, I feel like you've had the emotion. I think when you bring relationship uh, in a partner type situation, but like love is a feeling that comes involved and you have two people to think about. And I think that you once you know what that feels like or understand this comes with compromise about a couple of things, then I'm more comfortable talking and taking relationship advice from you. I try not to look at where people are because I don't know what they took to get there. So I don't even consider like if they're in a relationship or if they ha- ever have been because people can be in a successful relationship for 60 years where they were the whole 20 of those 60 years. And but with nobody never knew. So I, I, I just I always caution myself not to look at where the people are now because we all have different paths and whether or not, you know, the relationships are successful or not. I don't care I, what I because we're all humans. We have higher level thinking. We have the capability of taking in information and filtering. We do it all the time. We do it every day. We, we're doing it right now. There are a lot of things going on, but you only attend to what we're doing. So we have the ability as humans to filter what we want in our bodies and, and, and what, what we want to consider. But AB, I know you are itching <laughs> to tell us about you. <laughs> um, one of the things I was going to say is why should it be a requirement that someone be in a relationship to give me advice or insight? I don't know your background. I don't know what you've gone through. You could have been in like a 20 year relationship and that um, insight just from that, that experience could be exactly what I need right now in my current relationship with or without you actually being in a relationship at the moment. So I think um, saying like, oh, we when pe- when you see all those posts, when they're like, oh, well, they always asking their single friend for advice, like that's trash to me because that single friend probably has more experience and knowledge than every, all of the other friends that are actually in a relationship. And, and that single and that friend might be the smartest one. I was about to say and that single friend probably got the most sense out of the whole bunch. Yeah. 
Exactly. And I was also going <laughs> to say, piggyback on what you said. So, um, Akeem, like Dre said, there are people who are substance abuse counselors and have never used any type of substance in their life, which does not disqualify them from helping someone through a, through a situation. And myself, I work with children with autism. I don't even have kids and I've never been the caregiver of someone with autism. I don't have anyone that close to me with autism, but that doesn't disqualify me from my job. Well, hold on. Let me let me clarify, because that doesn't because remember, I said I never understood depression until I worked with it on a regular basis. You are in contact with that on a regular basis, like you are working with someone. So you become tied to that person and you understand what they're going through. You. So if, so if you have friends, you didn't come accustomed to listen to all your friends talk about their relationships and their experiences and what worked and what didn't work and how they got out of it and how they overcame. So they, in a, in a sense, you have so experience by proxy. Okay. Cause I think what you're not getting, let me tell you how I'm interpreting this question. Okay. This is a single person who has not had a relationship who does not know what it's like to have a partner. That I wasn't in the want, question. Oh, but I'm okay. So that's that how wasn't the question. If you're just if the if the friend is just simply single and has dated before or know what it's like to date, then that's fine to take that advice. I'm saying like if they have not dated. Does that make sense? So okay, no. let me reread the question and I'm gonna give you what the actual answer is because I think that we have already hit upon it. Do do people really believe single people cannot give good relationship advice? A, yes, people believe that, but B, that is not true. Single people can give good relationship advice. It doesn't say the the background doesn't say that they have or have not been in a relationship. But just because a person's current status is single doesn't mean that they haven't had life experiences that help improve the way they evaluate things in front of them. A, your current situation, their current situations, others. Um, and, and B, we also don't know why people are single. Like that is a personal choice. It has nothing to do with their ability to comprehend um, your situation, your feelings, and give you an honest, truthful answer about how you should proceed um, in your current situation. So I, I think we hit on some really key points. I I do understand that, you know, it's it's how you perceive and and there is some consensus in the group that we should be able to have conversations, right? We should be able to understand and have empathy uh, without experiencing everything that happens. But I do understand that there is a preference uh, for Akeem and Kizzy to have someone who has been through or experiences some of the things that they are asking for someone to evaluate. But I, I do think that anyone can give good advice, not just advice, right? I, I, don't, I don't too much care for people's opinion, but I think advice is something that happens when you are A, seeking and you are be open to providing context for someone to be honest and forward with you about next steps. That's fair. I can agree That's to that. Fair. But uh, again, Wayne, thank you for submitting your random side note of the week. Um, you too can submit your random side note of the week. We are available on every uh, major 
podcast platform. Uh, we are also on uh, Pandora. I joked with my mom the other day because I was trying to tell her how to lo- locate us. And she said, I can also listen to you on Pandora, can I? I said, that's why we got Pandora for, you to, for the older <laughs> listeners. <laughs> no, no, Auntie, I ain't going to be on her list. No. <laughs> oh, she, was here, she, was here, she was here last week and she was listening while she was here and she was having her whole life. Uh, so she want to be a guest on the show. <laughs> Yasha Brangrove? Uh, oh, no. No, no, Let no, me no. Be, on, be on my best behavior. Uh, she probably won't be on hers. <laughs> we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at RND Side Note. Again, at RND Side Note. And again, you can catch Nikki, Akeem, and I on every Thursday for on Instagram Live for uh, Random Side Note off the record. We usually talk about the, the episode before, but we are also taking questions from listeners um, and also getting in your point of view on what we talked about this week we'll definitely continue the conversations on celebrity public public figures and time out and also single people giving advice for the dating advice i'm pretty sure that the second one is probably going to be kind of hot so kizzy please join us for that because you and the king were kind of aligned and I don't know where Nikki going to fall in this. She's like popcorn. So, uh, <laughs> 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 and so, um, but it's cool. So make sure you all join us. Um, if you work in an office, you can't access your phone during the day and you, and you want to listen to us. We are on a web browser, um, random hyphen side note dot captivate dot FM. Kizzy, thank you for joining us. I, I know you were a little nervous to begin with. How I was, was it? I was nervous, but, it was fun. We are fun group. Y'all are. Yeah, we're a fun group. <laughs> she said it's like are. y'all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we gotta uh, we get you to be unfiltered. Yes. Okay. Okay. She was, she was I was. Tra- yeah, reserved. I was. But she you know, was. She was. <laughs> okay. If y'all ever have me back, you know. I'm go- I like the curves, dog, you know. Come come on Thursday. You can come it Thursday. It should be a lot going on. Thursday is the rough. Thursdays are uncensored Nick, all the way across the board. Nick and Akeem was talking about eating ass on Thursday, so that's... that's <laughs> so, y'all be talking about it. I need to be on Thursday. Then. I'm coming to Thursday. I'll be there Thursday. And that, and that wasn't even the topic. I don't even know how we got on eating ass. <laughs> Because but you I, said that you don't uh, in the I morning, brush, you don't like morning. You don't like morning breath. You get out the bed, brush your teeth before, like you kiss somebody in the morning. And I was like, uh, now nah, I'm with Dre on that one. That like, uh, don't don't kiss me with your morning breath. Now, if we, you know, we don't, you know, I turn, you know, I want my face. Don't face me, and I'm not gonna face you. <laughs> <laughs> I, there she go. There she go. She coming on out now. There you go. <laughs> I don't think it's halitosis. Oh, water breath is not halitosis. No. Uh, I don't want to smell that shit. So you need to like, like I, I, I model the behavior I want. So I get up and brush my teeth. So well, if you don't, you get up and go brush your teeth too, and then we can come back and you can face me. You ain't got to turn it away. <laughs> <You ain't> gotta- <laughs> I just feel like your breath should never be that bad. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm a face. I'm a boon over, or you know. <laughs> she said she didn't get up out of the bed. I'm just gonna turn around. 
She said tooted and booted. Like, I might okay. go brush my teeth or whatever. I might not even be in the mood. Like it's just Exactly. It's gone. I'm finna I'm oh, finna go sign on the computer and go to work. No. <laughs> <laughs> but then you that boon over at your desk then like <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take a break. I'll take a break. <laughs> That's a, a that's a that's a glory of working at home. You can always take your little, little break, personal break. You know, personal break. <laughs> uh, Just make sure the camera's we, off. Yes. Oh my, mine covered up. My camera covered up. I don't like because I be thinking people be watching me, and I think the companies be watching you. Like I mute my phone when I leave my desk because I don't want y'all. To think. Yeah, I'm set up in a whole nother room on the other side, so it's. I log out my VPN. I move to the. Mm-hmm. I'll do nothing in front of that screen. Mm-hmm. I don't even connect it to the Wi-Fi that I use to watch them. Watch obscene stuff because I'm like I don't know. I'm doing. I don't need them in my well, house. First of all, and they be like, "You are watch." This is my internet. <laughs> That part. They don't pay that bill. Okay. They don't. They didn't offer. Well, they pay a little bit of mine, but not, I mean, it ain't enough to not do nothing, but they pay a little bit. but um, we 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 do miss Nikki. Um, she gonna be featured in this promo this week. Um, <laughs> since, since she's not here, y'all gonna see the microphone this week. We gonna see her. We gonna see her. We gonna see her. <laughs> uh, but the question is, does she, she miss us? Okay. No, nah, I don't even think she remember who we are right now. <laughs> don't even know she not in Florida right now. <laughs> uh, y'all, but it's been a great show. Um. Um, we'll catch y'all on the flip side. It's been Dre in the Rando game. We are out. Peace. Gang, gang. Gang. <laughs>